Well, the baseball season came to an end uh, just a few days ago. The Houston Astros crowned champion Dusty Baker, the manager, a World Series champ for the first time. A feel-good story. Unfortunately, if you were Canadian, you might have been cheering for the Phillies. Their manager is Canadian. We talked about that last week. But we're going to take one last trip to the Diamond tonight to bring you a very special story about a BC baseball player who turned a career-ending injury into something very positive. Um, Vancouver's Lauren Taylor went from practicing the art of baseball to practicing, to producing really baseball art and to excuse the baseball cliche, she's hit it out of the park. It's not just a story though, about an injury. It's a story about coming back from an injury and finding success in a new field and how something like art allowed that recovery, both physically and mentally to take place and carried her through some tough times. And Lauren Taylor joins us now. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tell me about your, your love of baseball, because I was watching this great story that uh, that was done in Philadelphia about you. And there's this amazing shot of you, like at, at that age, you know, when you're in Little League, you're just tiny, tiny, yeah. tiny. And there's a great shot of you at that age, like eight, nine, with your little helmet on. And uh, What was your love of baseball from the get-go? Yeah, you know, it, um, I grew up in the Seattle area. Uh, during the 90s when the Mariners were, were a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, Ken Griffey was on the team, and it was a it was a fun time to be in that area for baseball. And I think that's kind of what made me originally fall in love with, with baseball especially, but um, sports in general. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great Mariners team. Um, yeah, it was a good run. But, yeah. But, but, yeah, it was a great run. You carried, you carried it on. You went, you I mean, you played all the way up, up into university, right? Yeah, I played, um, I, you know, played baseball until it turned into softball, um, which turned into to fast pitch. And uh, yeah, ended up playing at Wenatchee Valley College and um, loved loved playing and um, then played as an adult in um, kind of higher up slow pitch leagues, which I know sounds kind of strange, but they're out there. And um, yeah, that's where unfortunately I was injured, but it was, um, it was a really good run. I, I absolutely love the sport and um, being involved in it. Now I just do recreationally, but uh, it was a, was a lot of fun. Yeah, you still play. Um, tell me about the injury, because that was really something that, that changed everything for you. Yeah, um, you know, initially it was one of those, you know, kind of stories you, you've heard before, but don't think it's going to happen to you, or someone gets hit with a, you know, a ball in the face, whether it be, you know, used to hearing it be, you know, a bad hop, or a pitcher takes one back, and growing up, uh, we didn't play with masks. I wasn't used to it. I kind of, you know, it felt odd to wear one, so I didn't. Uh Obviously, I wish I could go back in time and have one on, but I didn't wear one, and I was at third base. And, you know, it was initially bad, as you would imagine. You know, I was knocked unconscious. I had a lot of damage, obviously, but I figured it was just kind of a short-term thing. Once it healed, once the bruising went down, all that, I'd just go back to my normal life. And I kind of did um, until the concussion symptoms really kind of took hold, which I had no idea what to expect with that um at all and mine were delayed it took about four or five days for them to really set in uh and when they did I just I kept waiting for them to kind of go away and instead they just kind of evolved so my eagerness to get back on the field and go back to my normal life sort of exacerbated things because I um definitely went back to things way too fast and then found myself just on this wild journey of just trying to find my brain again um as weird as that sounds i never expected it to be an injury that would you know take so much of my life and and change things 
Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds terrifying, to be honest. It sounds it sounds terrifying to all of a sudden wake up one day and realize that things have changed and you don't know when, if ever, they'll be the same again. Yeah, and that's just it. You know, you're um, I battled mental health stuff, you know, younger and you kind of learn to, to adapt and adjust and, and, you know, find ways through that or tools, you know, to deal with things as you get older. And so I think probably the hardest part was realizing that that had come back in a different way um, and in a way that I did not plan on happening from a sports injury. You know, I was very good at managing <laughs> various other injuries um, and surgeries and such on, you know, shoulder, limbs, what have you. But this was something that just wasn't, it wasn't a broken bone. It wasn't a torn ligament. It wasn't something we just went in and fixed and started rehab and I was done. Um, it, was, it was far more complex. I think that's what was scary about it is I just didn't understand and still, you know, have, have things that I'm learning to, to sort out. Um, and like all, you know, invisible things in the brain, they're very much real, but it's just hard to figure out how to fix. And then you started to, to, you, you turned to art, and I was I was found it curious to read that that you weren't a particularly. It's not something you spent a lot of time doing, or you weren't particularly. Um, I don't know whether talent would be the right word, but you didn't have a great passion for it I when you were in high school. At first, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, no one was buying my art. You know, back in the day, it was something I did just as <laughs> gifts, and um, I I still am learning a lot about art as I go. Um, but yeah, you know focus was another thing that became really fleeting for me. It wasn't always great anyway, but definitely was fleeting after the accident. And, um, that, uh, art was oddly one of those things I could, I could focus on and stay focused, which kind of made me feel at home in my body again. So I started doing more and more art after the accident and then making it of baseball made sense because it was almost a way to be back in that world and I think the same thing a lot of athletes struggle with when they retire um that routine of you've been doing since you were little you know get up train go to school train go to bed it's it's a very regimented schedule of of how to be so when that suddenly stops you kind of lose your identity a bit and that's what happened entirely even though I you know I wasn't playing pro like some athletes do I, I definitely had gotten used to a lifestyle um, and trying to find a new one in the middle of a head injury was was a little scary and difficult. And so that's where art kind of came in and, you know, changed things for me. To say the least, because you started these portraits, and I gather you really had to, I mean, art, I, I'm sure, is 90% hustle as well, right? You have to... I say that uh, all the time, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is a bit like sports in that way. How did it, how did you, how did it, how did it come together for you? How did all of a sudden this go from being something that was sort of a, something you were you were you sort of trying out to to something that's turned into a real success? Yeah, I think a lot like sports. It was one of those things where it there's there's a little bit of natural ability there. Maybe I was a bit creative, a bit more creative than you know maybe some, um, but the the love for it and wanting to do it all the time is what kind of improved and, and made me do it all the time to get better. Um, same with sports. So it was, it was a lot like that kind of the training mentality of you don't really get tired of, of, you know, grinding away or you have more motivation grinding away at something that you love. And once I kind of tapped into this art part of things and found a medium that I liked better than pencil work, because I used to just draw pencil portraits. Um, I was, I was all, it's all I was doing. It's still all I do. <laughs> I do so yeah. much art that, you know, you're bound to get better at it, right? I don't care who you are. If you do that much of anything, you're going to get better oh. at it. 
I and, wouldn't, um, but, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, that's how I yes. feel about singing. That's how I feel about some stuff too. I'm like, no, not enough hours. No, there's no <laughs> not way. Gonna, not gonna but, uh, yeah. it, it worked in that case for, for me where, you know, then just that a lot of hustle, a lot of, you know, I've heard from people, you never, you never do anything for free, never give away your services for free. And I felt the exact opposite. I felt like I had to provide value because we live in a world where entrepreneurs are everywhere. We've got social media influencers everywhere. Everything's at our fingertips. And I knew there was a lot more talent out there. Um, so I was going to have to find a way to outwork them and find a way to, to, to kind of rise above all of this, all the stuff where we're, you know, spread at our fingertips. You could type in sports artists and you'd be blown away by hundreds of portraits done by people and trying to figure out how do I, how do I stand out? It just came down to, I have to work a little bit harder than everybody else every day. And do I work harder than everyone? No, but if I can just kind of kind of be at the top every time, you know, put in a little bit of extra work, maybe send out one more extra email, you know, make one more art connection by giving a gift and, you know, it, it, it always comes back. Nothing actually is free, I think. And that's, that's the mentality I've um, kind of adopted that I'm not afraid to do. I wasn't afraid in the beginning to just get my art out there, even though that meant, you know, working my full-time job and on the weekend working really hard just to hand art away for free and hope that it came back and paid off in the long run. So it did. Uh, yeah. If you look at your website, I mean, it, it is now, uh, you know, sort of a who's who of, of great ball players. I mean, depending on what era you grew up in, I mean, the Ricky Hendersons, the Don Mattingly's and so on are who I remember in the yeah. Ichiro's and the, but, course, but, you yeah. know, there's Bryce Harper, there's all kinds of, so, so this has become a huge success. I mean, it really has. Um, tell me what you're up to these days and who you've been, who you've done portraits of. And it's, it's just been, it's great to see. Yeah. It's, um, you know, some days it's still, I just came back from the World Series and, you know, got that uh, promo commercial spot on there that uh, when I was asked to do that, it was kind of still hasn't really set in the magnitude of that for me and and how insane it was to be watching the World Series and have me pop up and, you know, hear Joe Davis say my name and, um, you know, as they're showing players and and stuff like that hasn't really fully set in. I still sometimes forget to soak it in because I – not sure I actually believe it's happening sometimes if I'm, if I'm totally honest with you, because this was not the life I thought I would have. Um, but it's all, it's all from extreme gratitude. It's, it's, it's appreciation, but just not trusting that this is real life sometimes because, you know, I've suddenly have my dream career that I couldn't have, I honestly couldn't have thought of a better career for me if I, I obviously couldn't cause I didn't try to do this before I got hit in the head. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. it's, it's, and neat. And I think a lot of what has helped me branch out is um, outside of sports too with deliveries. The summer was able to deliver to Alicia Keys and Macklemore and, you know, all these people that I look up to um, by doing a gratitude project series, which I started um, when I very first started making art long before I was ever selling it. And it's the idea is to make art for someone that has either changed my life or has done something special within the community or uses their platform um, to, to bring good to the world. Because I just think, that stuff needs to be acknowledged, and at least it's it's special to me to acknowledge that. It was something that kind of helped in that dark time, um, too. So uh, I started doing these gratitude projects, and that's helped me meet, you know, some players by being able to thank them for either bringing mental health awareness, um, actually awareness around head injuries and what that can do. Um, it's kind of what started in the sports field. 
um, with Macklemore. It was about talking about, you know, drug and alcohol and how addictions and how he, he's constantly working to improve himself and um, not being afraid to admit his shortcomings so that the people that are struggling quietly understand that they can still do these amazing things in their lives and not be perfect yeah. because everything's such a highlight reel, right? So um, I really embrace vulnerability and want to thank those that have, have done that before me so that I can understand that this process yeah. isn't perfect. One, so. one sees both the passion and the, and the need to give back in what you do, which is, which I think is what's made it, and I'm, I'm no art critic, but it, I think that's what's made it so successful is it's genuine, right? There's a genuine passion and, and desire in what you do. And I think that in, that in of itself is infectious. Uh, do, do you have a, your favorite player? Have you met your favorite player yet growing up? Uh, that was, mine was Reggie Jackson, never got to meet him. That's pretty neat. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I, I got to meet Willie Mays and spend some time with him, and that was wow. That was the good. most terrifying experience at first because I I've, I was just not. It's like I forgot how to use language. It was, it was terrible at first, and then it was amazing. Um, I think there was there was initially some tension because he's probably like, "What is wrong with this girl? Just use words." And then you know I admitted I was just very anxious, which I I generally don't feel that as much when meeting people, but when you see someone like Willie Mays in front of you. Uh, yeah, n- never. Yeah, that's never any less special when I look at those photos. That one was pretty neat. Um, Big Poppy is a is you know kind of more yeah. modern player that I I really idolize. So getting to um, deliver art to him right before his induction ceremony was pretty pretty neat. Um, Bo Jackson, Jerry Rice. There's been some really this year's just been really special. Um, yeah, yeah. That's a who's who. Uh, Lauren Taylor. Yeah. It's a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing it, and uh, congratulations. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much.